Hey guys, I'm Josh. And I'm Dave. We're an upstart podcast talking about a wide range of topics, specifically technology, current events, and generally anything we find interesting. Josh and I are from a small town in southwest Kansas, and we've shared a lot of experiences together from working on oil rigs to pro wrestling in the St. Louis area. But this is not an oil rig podcast, and this sure as hell isn't a wrestling podcast. Think of this as a way to take your mind off the daily grind and let us expand your dome with some knowledge. With that being said, we'd like to make sure that your seat backs and tray tables are in a full an upright position, that your seat belt is correctly fastened, and all your personal belongings are stowed and secure. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your ride with Limitless One Studio. We're recording. We're live, pal. Oh, shit. I didn't want to steal your line. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants to steal my line, apparently. Oh, man. Feels like it's been a minute since I've fucking talked to you. Yeah? What, like Friday? Well, like, actually <laughs> had time to talk to you, though. Yeah. How did that last, uh, how did episode, what, seven? Yeah, it was seven. How did that come off? Did you come off like an asshole again? Uh... Not as bad. I think it's because I'm, like, conscious of it now. <laughs> and, uh, so I, I tend to filter myself a little bit. <laughs> try, try not to bring, bring up any uh, stories that might incriminate myself. Well, hell, that's been so long ago, I forgot, I forgot what, you, what even we talked about. I remember it was a fun day. But I don't remember the podcast at all. Oh, well, I think the most incriminating thing was me hooking, gra- grabbing, the, grabbing the stripper by the hoo-ha. <laughs> <laughs> you grabbed her by the pussy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, now it's coming back to me. I forgot about that story. We made a pretty big deal about it. Yeah. And uh, I think I remember, I, I didn't want to tell the story after... After that. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got this I got this new microphone stand, so uh, in order to make eye contact with you, I can only do one at a time. Camera one, camera and, two. And I'm alternating eyes. <laughs> oh, but, uh, no, man, yeah, it has been a while. Uh, what, what's the deal? I thought maybe we were quitting podcasting. No, no, i just been, it's just been bullshit. Like, just busy. With work, with, uh, I don't know, like, for people that don't know, Dave and I work at the same place, but uh, Dave works the day shift, and I work nights, and so I tend to get up at, like, 10 or 11 a.m., and I get around and, well, let me, let me just... Uh, back it up and, and take you through a day in the life of Josh. I'll, oh, Jesus. Yeah, I'll, I'll get up at like 10 o'clock in the morning or 11, and before I ever eat eat anything or drink anything, lately I've been heading to the gym right away, and I'll do about half an hour of cardio, and then I drive back home, and I have my first meal, but... Um, after that, it's it's kind is of... Is it a one-course meal? 
Yeah. Well, it, it's it's a, a calorie shake. I put like uh, ice and oatmeal, um, fruity pebbles, a couple of eggs, and a scoop of protein, and a scoop of peanut butter into a blender. Oh, uh, that sounds absolutely disgusting. It's actually pretty good. It's pretty good, but like that's my it. it there's enough liquid there that it makes my first two meals of the day. So that's what I have for my first meal. And then I get around for work and then I drive to work and you know, I'm there till 11. After work, I go directly to the gym and work out. And it's normally about Mm, one o'clock, one thirty in the morning. By the time I get done with my workout, I drive home. It's now like two o'clock in the morning, and I'll shower, and then I make my last meal of the day. And by the time I get done eating, it's like three a.m. So basically, I need to just either start getting up earlier or work out in the morning, or yeah, get up earlier and work out in the morning. But I, I've been having such uh, hellacious workouts lately because I've been pushing it pretty hard that I've needed to sleep. So that's that's basically my bullshit excuse for why we haven't podcasted or why I haven't put one out. So. Oh yeah, there we go. That's the first time I heard that one too. But um, <laughs> no, speak. Uh, I wanted to cut you off there, but I was like, man, I better at least let him finish one story today. Because I have like a knee-jerk reaction to start talking in the right. middle of a story. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I haven't been to the gym in three weeks. Holy shit! What? Since you started the new shift? Yeah. I because I get off work and I got to pick up Aiden, which I could, but I just haven't. You know, it was I missed that first week, and I got in the routine of just coming home, and then I started downloading games on my PC, and that's what I've been doing oh. instead of it. So I kind of, but you know, I'll start back. It's just a matter of doing it. It's, yeah, that's the hard part. Because, like, your body, you just, I don't know, it's, it's weird. Because, like, your mind can trick you into thinking, hey, this feels good. I'm not, I'm just not going to go. Yeah. It, it feels good to sit. Well, you're like, well, yeah, if I go, but I want to I do this, but I need to go to the gym, but I want to do this instead. Right. And once you start giving into that. Yep. Yep. But when you first start working out, it, it's not there. You're yep. just like, oh, okay. Yeah, go to the gym because that's your, you know, that's your kick at the moment. Yeah, and I go on kicks all the time. Yeah, I like. Um, that's actually why I work out after uh, work, being it's so late. Instead of getting like, when I first started doing that shift, I was getting up at like seven o'clock or eight o'clock in the morning, and then going to the gym before work, and mm-hmm. then coming home, eating, and going to bed. Well. I found out that like there's so many people in the gym at that time yeah that I, my my workout is half-assed because I you can't get to anything yeah I can't get to anything that's another thing that held me up with it because I want to start going to Planet Fitness because I'm starting to outgrow that little gym we have at work but it, I have to drive clear out of my way by the time I get there it's five o'clock I can only be in there for 30 to 45 minutes because I got to be at the daycare by six when they close oh, but if I go back to the other one which probably will work um, then I can do it you know because it's just right around the corner mm-hmm. and it's open it's just they don't ha- really have 
I just started right before the schedule changed. I just started going back to an actual gym, and I start you know they're like the week after I quit is right when I started noticing changes. Well, about the that the 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 final week and then the 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 next week I started noticing I was getting a lot you know I was getting back to my normal strength and you know I was starting to drop a few pounds and clothes feeling different yeah type stuff yep yeah that's that's always like the big oomph for me like right around the I don't know probably like the six to eight week mark you're basically like why the fuck am I doing this because you're not you're you're kind of feeling better, but you're not, like, seeing a bunch of changes. But then, like, uh, week eight or week nine, that's when, like, shirts fit snugger. Or uh, for me, lately, since I've been putting extra emphasis on my legs, my boxer briefs, whenever I put them on after getting out of the shower, the like, the, the hem around the leg is, like, just really, really tight. Yeah. Almost to the point of cutting off circulation when I first put them on. <laughs> So it stretches out, and yeah. I'm like, "Ooh, my legs are getting bigger." So that's yeah. good. I started noticing some veins coming back, like in my forearms and biceps and stuff, and I was like, "Whoa, where have those been? <laughs> I haven't seen those in a while." And, I, and and really, the 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 weird thing about it is, I think a lot of that's for me. A lot of that's muscle memory. You know what I mean? Because I spent well, how long did we live? Four years or yeah. so. Yeah, something. I spent four years building all that up, and you know, I took a year off and. I don't know. I, I guess I forgot about them, but you know, your body has a way of remembering yeah. that sort of thing. It's yeah. weird. Well, that's just it's the same way. Like, uh, say a fit girl gets pregnant, and you know, after the pregnancy, she's able to bounce right back. It's good yeah. muscle memory. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I was lifting with uh, Chuck, and uh, he. I think he was making small changes but it wasn't anything where you were like whoa you know when people saw you they noticed type of deal right but i think again i think that was because of muscle memory yeah he did lift weights but that was 10 years ago yeah you know what i mean and who knows how far he took that you know what i mean well that's another like i don't know that's kind of another thing that i've noticed where uh you can talk to someone they'll be like oh yeah i you know i used to work out but yeah Depending on who you're talking to, like they can say like, "Oh, I've tried everything. I've done this. I've done that. I never saw changes." Well, if you go through a workout with them or see the effort that they're putting in, like they're not putting in max effort, yeah. so like they're not gonna see the changes. Well, I think that there's this belief that if you go to the gym and you just, you know, you do your eight reps, stop for how you know three four five minutes do your eight reps you know whatever then you're going to change but that's not how it happens no no you and you have to be suffering there are a lot of people that go to the gym that don't know any better yeah yep and, and man to to make to make changes you really have to you know it, i think only the people that have ever made those changes really understand what that is you know what i mean yeah yeah like I remember uh, the first time I started to see abs. At that time, I was so fucking dead tired, like every single day, just because of the effort that I was putting in in the gym. Um, I had just started on the oil rig with you at that point, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Like I, 
I, I wasn't eating enough. That's one thing. Because of all the effort that I was putting out, I should have been eating more. But that just fueled in the, in the fat loss for me anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, like... The, the key to that for me is uh, the for losing weight. It, it, I mean, I could do the same workout in the same order slowly, and I will just gain muscle. Mm-hmm. But if I cut out the rest altogether, like don't stop in between anything, that's when I... That, that was a big thing that we really started to do when we yeah. were working out together. We just, everything was a superset. Yeah, supersets and no breaks in between. Yeah. In, when you go to the next superset of whatever, no breaks in between. Mm-hmm. It, for one, that makes your I can do a workout. I was, you know, for the month and a half that I was lifting again, I, I, I would get the workout done in 30 minutes, 30, 30 to 45, depending on. I never, but, you know, there's also another level in there where you can, you, you can burn everything out and then you can stop right there or you can say, ah, I'm going to go ahead and keep going, you know, right. and overdo it. Yeah. And I've been stopping right there. I haven't, because, you know, because I, because my goal isn't to, you know, I'm not trying to be like consume my life yeah. type deal. I just want to be able to mow the lawn without blowing up. That's it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And any benefits that I get thereafter is fine, but I'm not trying to See, go there. Yeah, I've, I've been, uh, I don't know, I've, I've been borderline, I can't decide which, uh, like which train of thought I want to go with. Because, you know, I've heard both ways. Like, um, there's like functional training coaches that, that say like, yes, you know, leave some in the gas tank type of thing. But then like, you know, Arnold back in the day was, was saying it's those last three reps yeah. that, that matter well, the most. Well, yeah. And, and I'm not, I'm not talking about those last three reps. Usually when I'm done, I'm, I'm, my, my muscles are exhausted, right. but I can think back to a time and I know you did it for a long time oh. where you would be exhausted and then it would be just like stacking another workout on top of that yep. for the same exact body part. If there was a movement for the body part, we'd do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like my shoulders routine. Yeah. Yeah. Or anything, really. Yeah. You know, bench, you know, if you, you if you do, you know, you know, decline, incline and flat and you do um you know, the flies and the presses, well, I mean, that's essentially a workout but there's also all these other accessory things like cable flies upward rows stuff like that Mm -hmm. and we would do all of it we would we would start (laughs) off with a regular workout and then we would literally do another workout afterwards and then we'd mix it up mix those movements up god damn it that's probably gonna make a noise Uh, but yeah no i mean on chest chest day uh, not to cut you off, but yeah, no, I was done on on chest day. I've actually taken the advice, uh, you know, from the boss. Yeah, and I just do uh, me too stuff now. Me like, too. On at, towards the end of the week, because I'll have like just a totally accessory day where I've hit all the major body parts, and it's like if I felt something was lagging during the week, I'll hit it again or you know, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. It's normally on my accessory day, I'll do flat bench stuff. But yeah, like my chest day is incline, bench press, dumbbell press, flies, cable flies, and I think 
think I do like one more movement. Oh, I, I use one of those uh, hammer strength machines for incline too. Yeah. And that like that's it. That's my chest day. I think uh, I think you know, from the results I got this span, I think I'm gonna stick to doing that because there might be something there, you know. I don't know if it was muscle memory or if that I, maybe I'd been blowing my load this whole time, and 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 by doing the basically back to back workouts yeah. all in the same session, mm-hmm. it could have been that I was wasting a lot of fucking time and effort, and I wasn't getting every you know, kind of like kind of like when you burn something out and it's really sore for the next couple of days. Well. If you work it again the next day, you're basically erasing all of the progress you made with it. Right. Like, in, instead of uh, damaging the muscle fibers to allow it to, like, yeah. grow and, and rebuild itself, you're, like... You're, you're tearing it... So, how I think of it is you're t- you tear the muscles down... And then you know you're literally destroying the muscle fibers, and they, they when they grow back and finish completely growing, they are stronger. Right. Well, if you tear them down and they heal like a quarter of the way, and you destroy them again, they don't they never reset to that full next level. Right. That's when you start peeing, yeah peeing blood. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, I was thinking of uh, uh, Daniel Berg. You remember him? A guy we went to high school with. He uh he hurt his legs. And all he could do was hit something his legs or his hip or something. Well, basically, it, it limited to him to bench press. So he would come in in the morning and do a bench workout. He would come in in the evening, do a bench press workout. And he did that for like... Oh, shit. Yeah, he did that for... Because we maxed out at the end of every quarter. He did that for a full quarter. His bench press went down. Oh, I can imagine. So, so the proof was in the put... You know, I know that's true yeah. because of that life experience. I Luckily, I didn't have to do that. But, yeah. you know, that's pretty good... Man, oh yeah, shit! Like, well, like I, I think that's excessive overtraining or you know overdoing a body part. Yeah, but and it like, might it might not have been every day. It might have been like, what every other couple days or whatever. I think there's, I don't know, there there's uh, conflicting evidence with both sides though, because like, I saw it. Yeah, I know, but like I witnessed it. <laughs> there's no conflicting evidence for me. No, I know, I know, but like there's uh, studies. Yeah, just yeah, like some people leaving, you know, leaving the gas in the tank will perform better doing it that way, have better results, and then other people will. I I I I, I also think it has uh, something to do with like the bodybuilder type of guy is gonna go yeah. maxed out but then like the power lifter guy he's gonna leave the a, a little bit of gas in the tank i think leaving the gas in the tank can get misconstrued leaving gas in the tank is not going in and half-assing it no, no. leaving gas in the tank is going until you're exhausted and then and really tired and then going okay i'm gonna stop there yeah. Clearing out the tank would be going till you're exhausted and then going until you cannot physically go anymore. Where you're like drained, you feel like shit. Like like drop sets. Yeah. Well, yeah, and drop sets can still be used, but you get you know, you get to a point where you've burned all your calories and you're just you you literally can tell that you went too far because you feel like shit at the end of your workout. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like leaving a little gas in the tank is you're exhausted but you still feel okay. You, you know what I mean? That that's how that's where I draw that's where I've been drawing it. 
like uh, whenever I had to go back to what I was saying before, the when I had abs the first time, I was overdoing it at that time because like my my chest, my arms, everything was way smaller. Yeah. Like I I think well I was, yeah you were burning you were burning all your calories is what it was. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also, I was eating just tuna and rice all day yeah. long. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> you need you need more calories for as many as I was burning. Well, yeah. And I mean, it's there's such a fine line there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Getting getting, you know, because you can't. It's not a one size fits all type of deal. No, everybody's body is different. Yeah. And and like you said, the the leaving gas in the tank might be misconstrued. Oh, I would guarantee, like, probably a good 80% of the people that are going to hear that are are going to misconstrue it to where, like, oh, I've been in the gym for 15 minutes. I think I'm good. I got yeah. gas in the tank. Let's go. Or, or taking extremely long breaks in between yeah. stuff. And yeah. I, uh, it's funny. I, <laughs> I was at the gym the other night, and a couple of high school kids came in. Like, they brought in their girlfriends or something. And they did. I watched them go to the uh, to the pec deck machine. They did pec deck, and then they went over and they did uh, curls on the curl machine. And then that's a Tarzan workout. And then they did. Then <laughs> they did the ellipticals for about probably 10 minutes they were in there maybe 20 25 minutes tops and then they got out of there and like to me it was like what the fuck is the point (laughs) yeah i uh oh i mean uh they probably think that that is doing some good for them well uh, yeah because like i i don't really have a, a lot of room to talk because when i started working out in like junior high i i was doing curls every single day yeah well you work your arms every single day now yeah but like that was all i was doing yeah was <laughs> one one type of curl yeah like curls or very variations of curls every single day just because like i wanted big biceps that's all i wanted <laughs> but uh i don't that that's one good thing that i remember about the uh copeland gym was they had the uh the curl bar the, the little plate that had the strap that went around your neck, you know? Yeah. Like there, there's pictures of Arnold using one yeah. back in the day. And I, uh, I've never been to a gym since that had one. No, no. I take that back. Tropical had one. Yeah, Tropical did have one. And that was the only other gym that I've ever been to that had one of those. And that's like so fucking, like that's a great tool to use. Yeah. But it's also kind of old school. I think that's why a lot of gyms don't carry them. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, you know, they all have, you know, I noticed, uh, and the, the only gym to me that I, I ever really was like, you know, I knew like the back of my hand was tropical. That's the only one where I was like, it has everything I need and this is the way I want every gym to be. <laughs> and now going to other gyms, I'm like, man, they don't have this, man, they don't have this, you know, and I want this, right. you know, uh, even even from because I go to Planet Fitness, even from Planet Fitness to Planet Fitness, they're different. So the one in Wentzville has like everything that I need because I because I 
I took Chuck to this one here, and uh, I was like, all right, we'll do this, and then we'll finish off with the little arm, you know, the uh, the machine flies, like the uh, where you're seated and you're you you're it's just a machine fly from like the elbow up. Oh, for it's like a shoulders? machine, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, because I was like, we'll finish off a workout with that, because I know they, I knew they had one at the other one, and that, that I was basing my whole workout around that, you know, wearing them down, wearing them down, and then I was gonna, we were gonna finish. I was gonna take, put Chuck through the ringer, <laughs> yeah, and and kill him on those. And we looked, I looked all over the gym twice, and they don't have one. And I was like, well, that's a fucking letdown. So we just did a superset, uh, superset of something else. Yeah, I used didn't I used to do fucking uh, I'd grab a forty five plate in each hand and finish them off with that. Uh, no, not forty fives. I could have swore, or was uh, it just twenty fives? Maybe twenty fives. Yeah. Oh, because yeah, by that point it was like I'm pretty. Really, all all you need for that is like tens. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just a that's a burn it out type I, type well, deal. Well, they were cheap reps anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, they were. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I still use that. That's what we ended up doing. We ended up doing uh, um, a barbell upright rows mm-hmm. and supersetting him with those, and and he was grimacing. <laughs> I was grimacing too, but you know what I mean. I, I was prepared for all this shit. Yeah. He said he said he went, he kept going to the other gym the next week, and he said based, based off the principles you've instilled in me, I was able to get pretty sore. <laughs> I was like, yeah. You know, because that's all it is. Yeah. I, I bet that we're probably, you know, because I'm sure you still lift very similar to the same way. And, and I lift, you know, because we learn together. I bet we're probably some of the only people that lift like that. Maybe. You know, that, in, that, in that manner. Yeah. Well, I, I remember just watching, like, you know, video after video of, like, Jay Cutler training. <laughs> and, you know, like, Arnold and pumping iron and stuff. Yeah. And, like... The, the big takeaway line from Jay Cutler, because he'd say it after every single fucking workout or, like, at the beginning of every workout. Okay, well, like, the the goal coming in here, we're, we're going to get some blood pumped in there, <laughs> and then we're going to get out of here because that's, that's all it's about. And that was... Like, I remember seeing that one. Like, that was all he said all through that DVD. Yeah. Well, I, you know, and th- there are... You know, you can put... With a certain way of doing things, you can put any lift in there, pretty much. And it's it's ba- so the principle is basically you do one movement and you follow it up with another movement that is hitting not exactly hitting the same muscle, but not in the exact same way. And then you move on to the you know it, say say you're doing you know for example like upright rows it hits your traps a lot, but it also hits your shoulders. Mm-hmm. But it hits your so- shoulders kind of secondary. Uh, so when you when you superset that with you know th- grabbing a couple ten pound plates and doing fl- you know lateral raises with them uh, or whatever it's called flies yeah lateral raises lateral raises you're you're, you're just reversing it so that was a big thump <laughs> so you're you're hitting your shoulder primarily and then you're hitting your trap secondary yeah so I mean you know then that whole philosophy goes with any lift yeah. And that's basically what I don't know if you ever broke it down in your head like that, but that's essentially what it is. Well, to to me, like there's, it just depends what theory you're subscribing to. Because some people say, okay, like say you're hitting shoulders, uh, do your complex movements first, and then do your 
Oh yeah. Your singular movements after, like, you know, hit your Arnold presses first. Yeah. Your your shoulder presses, and then do like your lateral raises or your front raises or your, you know, things yeah. like that. Uh, I've just the way I've always done it has been the complex movements first. I I start with like. 35s for some shoulder presses just to warm up my shoulders yeah, to get every head going yeah and yeah that's what i do too or you could even start with arnold presses but i what i do is i put one at the beginning and then i put one at the end yeah that way you're warming them up and then you can hit it get into the detail mm-hmm. stuff separate them break them all out yeah. and then by the time they're exhausted you come back and you hit them with that Arnold press or even just a front raise. I'm just I'm or a uh, front press. I'm not a big fan of the Arnold press just because for me, I've always had like bad shoulders as it is. Yeah, I just those hurt so much. Like they it, hurt. It doesn't hurt like the muscle. For me, it hurts like the tendons. Yeah, it hurts the joint. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's never been a problem for me. I Arnold's are one of my. I like finishing off with those because I know well. I don't know, but I think that at least I am convinced in my brain that I'm hitting all the heads, even though I don't feel like it is. Yeah. I feel like it's mainly hitting my side and my front, and I don't really feel it on my back at all, My, you know, the rear deltoid. I have put a lot of time lately into trying to bring up my rear delts because I've always noticed, and like I actually went to the chiropractor like a year or two ago because my... Uh, my glass neck was acting up at the time. My pinched nerve that pinches and unpinches yeah. whenever it feels like it. Um, I went in there and he told me, he's like, your delts are, are big. He's like, but your rear delts are, are lacking. He's like, because um, it's just my posture. My posture, I sit slumped mm-hmm. forward a little bit. And he said... One thing that's going to bring your shoulders back to help your posture is to end every single workout. And he's like, I don't care if it's lightweight, heavyweight, preferably lightweight. He said, just do cable rows at the end of every single workout, like a a few sets of 15 or 20. And that'll bring, you know, bring your uh, posture back. And so I've been doing that. I don't know if it's been helping or not, but it's, you know, at least I'm conscious of it now. Man, I hate working rear delts. Like, I get no enjoyment out of it. because you can't see them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I I don't like chest either, and I don't like back. The only thing I like working is shoulders and arms. (laughs) I I was telling Chuck that. I was like, well, these first three days are... I don't give a shit because I don't like doing it. So we'd, like, do the workout, and we get to that point where we could go a little further, and I'm like, ah, fuck it. I don't want to be here anyways. That's just how I feel about it. I don't know why. I just don't like I just don't like doing that. Those I like uh I don't know. If I had it my way, I would work shoulders and arms and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. I I like uh chest day okay. I don't. I've gotten to the point where um I don't like arm day as much as I used to. But I, don't, I think it's just cuz I work arms every single day. I don't like uh, I don't like back day because you 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 do a lot of movements that involve like your legs and shit and it's not it feels like I'm not ever isolating that 
like the back because you use your arms and, and everything. And it's the same way with chest. You can't really isolate your chest because in order to work your chest, you have to use either your biceps for like flies or your triceps for pressing. Right. So that's why, that's my thought. Like, it's like, I just want to isolate them. I wish I, could, I wish there was a way to just work your chest instead of having to work your triceps and everything. It's, it's very, uh, and legs are self-explanatory. I just fucking hate legs, but I still do them. It's very hard to concentrate enough to where you're really like singling out the muscle. And huh. I, I find myself a lot of times while I'm doing an exercise, I'm closing my eyes and just feeling the movement. Yeah, for uh, for cable flies and and well, mainly just cable flies. And oh, and I guess uh, the the pec deck thing, you have to focus on those yeah. in order to hit your center chest. Mm-hmm. I was telling Chuck that and I was like, Chuck, you got to squeeze at the end of this, or you're doing it for nothing. Because I, I, you know, through time, and I'm sure you learned it through time, you could do that and not concentrate, and oh, the yeah. center of your chest isn't going to be sore. But the one day you switch it up and you concentrate on that, you're going to be sore as shit in the center of your chest. It, I, to me, the key on that is just slowing down yeah like and it doesn't even have to be a whole lot of weight it's it's that it's that it's the end of the rep yep where you're concentrating on using the center of your chest Mm -hmm. to squeeze it like uh what arnold says in pumping iron uh when he's 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 doing squats with ed corny and he's like uh squeeze on the way up it's the same yeah same thing. I don't think I'll ever get that carried away with legs, though. <laughs> I can just do regular legs and not even concentrate on anything, and I'm going to fucking be sore as shit. That's true. I actually have been making big, big progress on my legs lately just because um, I've been watching a lot of videos on uh, like squat technique and deadlift technique, and all these years... I've been doing them a little a little wrong. <laughs> like I was letting my knees uh, bend inward instead of outward on squats. Yeah, and I, like, I don't do them that way. Like I I let them bend outward, and immediately I felt a fucking a tearing sensation, a fucking difference, like uh, a, a soreness, a pain in my uh, hip flexors, because yeah. I was like. Holy shit! I've never activated these before during squats, <laughs> and like they were so sore for like a week. <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say to add to that, to legs, uh, and just working out in general. I've had like an ongoing hip thing. I think I've told you about it. Oh yeah, that fixed it. I like it. yeah. When I started going back to the gym and I started working legs, because I haven't worked legs consistently in mm-hmm. fucking years, not just a year, like multiple years since we started wrestling because you just can't yeah um but yeah it fixed it it got rid of it completely still gone but i'm sure if i if i continue not to go to the gym it's going to come back Probably. there's something that's weak in there yeah i think something's damaged but by strengthening the muscles it corrects whatever issue it yeah, is you, strength, you strengthen the muscles around it it's going to support it yeah more. instead of like whatever chip or torn thing i have in there uh-huh. or car it might be cartilage something yeah yeah that that so that that is true i always i always heard that you know like a physical therapist telling you like yeah but it, you can have surgery on it to fix it but a lot of people just do this and and then it 
you know it's just as good right and it's true like that's the only time in my life where it's ever been true anyways um i watched a documentary recently on dorian yates Mm -hmm. and i found out something that was amazing like he was mr olympia basically right before the ronnie coleman era where ronnie coleman won like eight mr olympias in a row Dorian Yates was the big deal of the 90s and Dorian Yates never did squats for leg day he would do like everything he would get out of control with everything but squats like he did hack squats Uh, apparently he had such a reputation that like people didn't want to do leg day with him because he was notorious for it like someone would do they, they actually showed it in the documentary like someone was doing leg day with him and he's doing hack squats, and then the next scene you see the guys laying outside the gym, on the like he's on all fours on the on the concrete throwing up. Well, hack squats are squats, right? But they're easier version. Yeah. Like it, the they're safer more or less. Yeah. But they, uh, yeah, like never never did conventional squats. I've never done hack squats. Well, we did, I did them a couple times, but I was like, man, fuck this shit. you know what i mean because the machine wasn't it felt like the machine was too small for me i i get that feeling because it's because the the lock is so far down to where like you're hunched over whenever it locks into place so yeah and it feels like my legs can't go forward enough like it feels like they're like it would be like if you when you did a squat your your heels were like two inches further back Mm -hmm. yeah i've felt that i felt that but i've actually since I watched that documentary, I've been incorporating hack squats. I don't do them as much as I do conventional you, squats, but have you thought about ditching those for for regular squats? Well, I do both. Yeah, I mean, but just cutting out squats altogether and oh, just doing the hack squats. No, 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 because like now that I know how to do squats properly. <laughs> I'm, I'm not I'm not just squatting 225 for 10 years anymore. Yeah. You know, like you're getting stronger? Yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah but probably the other way you're doing it, those mu- whatever you were you whatever muscle or tendon was using was maxed out. Probably. And using the other way, you have muscle to build up yeah, there. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> That's funny to me. <laughs> and deadlifts too, like I was doing. I'm surprised I didn't blow my back out the way I was doing them. Yeah. But like, since then, now that I know how to do them, it's like easier. Well, I haven't. I haven't done any squats uh, this this time around. Not one squat because they don't have a squat rack there, and Planet Fitness only has Smith machines. So I'm like, I'll just do everything else. Yeah. So literally, I just do everything else, and it's been working. Like I can feel my leg. And also another thing with squats, it hurts my knee, my bad knee. Mm-hmm. And my bad knee is the same leg that has the hip issue. So that might have been, and I noticed whenever I did do squats, it, my hip would start hurting. So I would imagine, if anything, your knee pain was causing you to overcompensate something which caused the hip pain. Probably Maybe. In the first place. But cutting that out, I don't have any hip pain and, and my legs are getting, you know. I've got my legs like crying sore 
You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and Chuck's have been even worse. <laughs> yeah. the, the first time, the, for our first week, we did a we did a pretty uh, pretty good leg workout. Uh, but we didn't do squats, but we did everything else. Right. And we finished it off with lunges. So we lunged oh. the entire length of the gym and lunged all the way back. That was one. We did three sets of those. That was after we'd already done our leg workout because I was like, well, you know, I need, we need to jump start them. And uh, the next week, he was crying all week. <laughs> and then the next Friday, when it came time for leg day again, or whatever day it was, he uh, he was still sore. And we did them again, and we did them harder. And he, <laughs> he got even more sore. So he never even fully recovered for the first time, and he was worse the second time around. Like, he, he was contemplating quitting lifting weights because <laughs> he, he texted me. He said that he thought he doesn't think that his le- his legs were just sore he thought they were, they were injured he said he knew normal soreness and the whole time i was just thinking like oh no man that's just leg soreness yeah yep. like you just gotta buck up and deal with it <laughs> you know what i mean but i we uh, you know that would be like the when we first started lifting weights oh yeah but after you do that like you go through that so many times your legs will never get that sore again no, no. to the point where you're disabled yeah you know what i mean like and how, they were really sore how they'd be sore all week long and they would just start to be feeling better yeah by the time it's leg day again yep and it takes a lot of those to get to, to where it never happens again yeah and like even taking a year off my legs still didn't get that sore you know what i mean huh they got sore but not sore to the point where like i could not he, right. he told me he got out of bed and fell down <laughs> He tried to stand on the bed and fell to the floor. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> uh, is, he, is he still going? Have you talked to him? I don't think he's going this week. He uh, he actually texted me last night. I don't know if he was drunk or what, but yeah, he's not. I, well, I don't know. He's probably not going like this week, but he might continue. I'm try, I've been trying to get him to go back and just meet me there at five. I've always I've always been the type of guy that likes to go at night, yeah. like eight o'clock at night. Would it, if I had a schedule that would fit around that? Which when I did it before, it did. It, it was the same schedule I'm on now. But I've learned over the years that if I go at eight p.m., I'm not. I'm going to be late to work every day. So I got to go at like five or. Oh five which is when everybody goes so right. it's like i'm not going at five the the time that i'm going now really really works for me just because i've noticed um whenever i'd get up and go before work or you know go right after work working a nine to five job like go you know going at five like everybody else i would have to take pre-workout um, just to get like amped up for the gym or whatever, and I couldn't take pre-workout in the morning on an empty stomach because, dude, that shit would, like, I would be battling nausea. Yeah. Just walking into the gym whenever I was doing that. That that still happens to me with pre-workout. I don't take pre-workout. And, yeah, and like now, I've after having all but like maybe two my last two meals of the day, I have all this food in me fueling me so like i don't need pre-workout anymore yeah gym that's one cool thing i think pre-workout is kind of a trap anyways you know what i mean yeah i don't 
Because you, you, if you need it and you continue to take it, then it stops working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They, they say you're supposed to stop taking it after, like, what, three months or something? Yeah, but you don't. No, no. Yeah, yeah, you don't because you're like, I don't feel like going to the gym. Let's take some pre-workout and go. Because yep. that becomes your routine. Oh, yeah. And then when you stop taking it, then you're like, well, that wasn't a very good one, but I didn't take my pre-workout. Yeah. So you, you kind of use it as a crutch. Mm-hmm. The, the big thing for me outside of the energy level was I liked the tingly feeling. And <laughs> I, I, I don't I, give a shit about the tingly well, feeling. Well, I, I found out that it was just the, you know, the beta alanine. So I went to vitamin shop and started buying beta alanine pills and just popping two of them before, you know, before I Do you get out. tingly? I don't do it now, but like... W- was it working? Oh, yeah. I, you get way fucking tingly because like... It was higher concentration, and so it was like the placebo pills. effect. Well, you were getting that tingly feeling, so you're like, "Yeah, I'm ready to go." Yeah, but even though it wasn't making you ready to go, it just gave you a tingly feeling. Yeah, well, that, that's the way I, I, in my mind, I linked that with the pre workout. I was like, "Oh, I know the pre work, I know the pre workout is working because I'm tingly." Yeah. So, <laughs> that's yeah, that's what I did. You were taking it with the pre workout? No. Oh. No, I was. <laughs> I was gonna say that wouldn't surprise me. I did do that. For a while, at one point, like I, I had my pre-workout, and then I had my pills, and they were just like little fucking gel cap, or not gel caps, but they were like, you know, just the little yeah. pills. I was popping them open and putting the powder straight <laughs> into my pre-workout. <laughs> it was like a crack fiend or something. Man, you better go get your heart checked out, probably about 35. Probably. Well, you know, you think about it. Arnold and Sly, they had uh, surgery in the same hospital. And recover together for their hearts. They both use steroids and go to the gym all the time. How old were they when that happened? You know what I mean? If they hadn't have done that, they might be dead now. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, and Arnold had a valve replaced, I think, when he was like 50 or something. Yeah, so that's some definitely, you know, those they just took really good care of themselves. They're like, all right, I, I've taken steroids. I've been, you know, you're working my heart hard lifting weights you're working the shit out of your heart right they're you know they put two and two together and they're like well i better also take care of my heart yeah that that's why those guys are still alive probably and and like you texted me yesterday just <laughs> dude stallone is 70 yeah and he still looks the way he does yeah because he's been taking care of his heart you know, it, yeah. all the bad things that, all the side effects of the things he's done to attain his body, he's accounted for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hopefully, uh, you or I are in the position to do that when we're that age, and we're not still you know, low man on the totem pole, yeah. and we're making that that type of money some, do, in some way. Nickel and diming it. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine by that, if you hit 50 and you're still nickel and diming it, that's not good. Oh, no. I, I would imagine if that's the case, I'll be dead by 60. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about that, man. Like, I try holy, not shit, to. holy shit, we're 30. Yeah. Like, we're going to be old soon. I've been, I've been, like, this is probably the best time of our lives right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's only going to get worse from here on out. <laughs> well, that's a shitty way to look well, at yeah, it. Well, you know, like look at social media. Do you see any 50-year-olds on there? That's true. You know what I mean? But also, you know, it's our generation. Like we're our generation is that vastly different from the previous one. Yeah. Like that the generation before us, they didn't have social media. Like we we're the last link between those worlds like pre-internet pre-internet 
to So you're saying that we're all still gonna be on social media? I'm already I'm already not on it like I was when I was younger. Right. But that I don't know, it's just different strokes for different folks, I think. Um I know like Well, you know <laughs> speaking of that and I, what were you going to say before I change the to- topic? <laughs> uh, like Gary V, he's like 50 or something. Well, yeah. He, he, well, marketing is different. Right. But having like a personal one where you're just tweeting funny stuff and True. stuff like that. True. Uh, speaking of, of, of kind of that, 10 years from now, I, I watched a deal on YouTube just a couple, last night or the night before. Elon Musk is... Uh, and it was on Elon Musk was like doing an interview, like a public interview mm-hmm. uh, for like the uh, Abu Dhabi World Council or some shit because mm-hmm. they are moving Tesla out there. But he they asked him a lot of questions about like what he thinks technology where it's going. He's like, yeah, vehicles will be uh, completely autonomous in t- within 10 years. Like it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, they're they already have like those uh, driverless Semis and like Australia yeah. and shit. Yeah, but but it's all gonna be that way. You know, it's fa- it's phasing in, and when that starts to happen, and everything starts going that that way, and AI, because that's AI. And he yeah. says once it starts going that way, f- factories are gonna become one hundred percent autonomous. Yeah, and that's gonna that's gonna change like jobs. You know, like our jobs right now. That's gonna be AI. Yeah, you know they'll they'll just you won't even call a help desk. It'll just go. Oh, there's a problem. Do, can we stop and fix it? Maybe, You'll maybe. hit a button. Yeah. You know. I mean, there's there's got to be technical support for the AI though, unless yeah. it becomes self-aware and we all get fucking killed. That's what he, that's what he's saying. He's saying that probably won't happen for another thirty years, but when it happens that way, it's not gonna be good. That's why he's wanting to. And he's wanting to change the bridge because, you know, if he was explaining, if you think about it right now, we, it's already, we, it's already meshed with us. Right. Our tether to the internet, you know, is our hands at this point and it's super slow. Mm-hmm. So he's saying we need to change the connector. So the connector, you know, our input to our artificial intelligence that we use is Google. You know, if you ask, you can find an answer to something within 30 seconds right. on Google, but you have to type it. So if it was something where it was connected to you neurologically or something, it would be instantaneous. You wouldn't have to type it there. He says he's saying that there has to be a different input method. And then once we get that, then we can stop something like AI. But it wouldn't. I don't know that that would even stop it because right. it's going to be faster than us. Right, and well, not only that, but like, uh, you know, hypothetically, say everybody gets this chip implanted or whatever to control that, the AI becomes self-aware and they just fucking send a signal out to that chip to send like a shockwave to the brain to just yeah kill us all. Well, yeah, I mean, these are all like worst case scenarios yeah. saying stuff like that and I think I've just seen Terminator way too many yeah. times but still I think he has too but no it's it's reality though yeah yeah you know, it's kind of a scary thing kind of like, like kind of like when the clock was changing to 2000 the year was changing to 2000 <laughs> yeah, everybody, every, thought, everybody thought it was going to oh, end oh yeah you know yeah. it probably won't but you know you got to think if if a robot you know you're you're creating artificial intelligence you would be creating another species 
Yeah. That's what it would be. Well, there's already been... And they can make themselves. I, I saw a tweet about it the other day. Uh, apparently, there are... Like, they've created some AI programs that are, like, speaking to each other. They're creating languages that only the AIs understand. And they're they're talking to each other. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. Well, you think if you teach if you te- if you taught something that was completely artificial intelligence to make something that was artificial intelligence, right. he could make it better. Yeah, or that it could make it better, or and more it could. Efficient. Yeah, right. and then that one that makes that one the one that they made that's more efficient could then make the next one that's even more efficient because it's more efficient. Right. And th- and artificial intelligence is. 30 times faster than our brains you know what i mean and yeah. smarter and it, it could just it could be a bad i could see where it could be a bad deal oh yeah yeah but that's also one of those things where if you say that aloud you could be like man come on get you know you could be looked at as like Crazy. he's not all there yeah. yeah well shit i said like 10 years ago that google was skynet yeah because at the time they were trying to buy up all the uh um what's it called the uh so whenever every everybody went uh, high definition, they didn't need the standard um, radio signal anymore. And oh yeah. So like the the FCC put all those up for sale, and Google wanted to buy all of them to create um, a nationwide Wi-Fi service to where like. Your phone, you wouldn't need cellular data anymore because you could just hook up to Google's Wi-Fi. And you'd pay Google? Yeah, and you just pay Google like a monthly fee. And They shut, someone shut it down? Well, the FCC wouldn't let them buy all of it. Like, they, they would let them buy like 60% of it, but then like another percentage went to somewhere else or this or that, and like, so Google lost interest. But now Google has, uh, oh, what the hell is it called? I about got it for my phone. I, I thought about switching carriers. Oh. Um, but it's like their own cellular network. Yeah. Well, um, speaking of that, you know the Facebook guy, the guy that made Facebook? He's yeah. planning to put... Fucking, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg is planning to put planes in the sky that emit Wi-Fi. And they go on a pattern. <laughs> that way, you know, because he was wanting everybody to have the internet. Uh-huh. Because I'm sure it'll expand his business for one, yeah. and for two, you know, it's useful. You know, you could change your life having the internet. You know, imagine if 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 people in fucking Kenya that have never heard of the internet, they've never used it, they don't understand how to use it, had Google. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can I drink this water? No, you cannot drink the water. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stuff like that. Simple, like, simple things like even that. Like uh, North Korea. Yeah. You know, they yeah. Were- they might be, yeah. become liberated. Yeah, but he's wanting to... They would be like uh, solar planes, solar little... Like drones. Okay, so And they would just be patrolling, and they would just be emitting a signal, and they would overlap each other. You know what I mean? Okay. So it would blanket everything with internet. So what about like... Uh, I don't know. I guess They have test bots out for it now. I would say it's kind of getting into specifics, but like, what about like weather conditions? Would that cause the Could. Wi-Fi to drop? Well, I imagine if you have a plane... You know, it and you have that sophistication to have a plane that's on some sort of path. Uh-huh. You would know what yeah. the weather is. You'd be like, "Oh, there's a storm coming." Divert. You know what I mean? Go right, go right around the storm, or send it higher. Mm-hmm. 
above it or whatever. I say I'm surprised they couldn't like come up with some type of uh, like space satellite that broadcasts a really strong signal. Yeah. Well, and you know, I think a lot of a lot of technology is is people not willing to do it. You know, there's like uh, you know with e- Elon Musk, he he's why he all this stuff is ha- all this cool shit he's doing is happening is because he's like that that would be really useful. Why don't we do that? And right. he just does it. He he's also talking about you know switching the subject a little more off that uh, off that interview back to that. Another thing he talked about was. Uh, He's gonna build an un, he well he he wants to build underground networks for vehicles. Yeah, they, they're layers. Already, they're already doing it for uh, in like L.A. right now. Oh, are they? Yeah, uh, I didn't know that. But he's also uh, he's also putting a uh, um, it's I can't remember what he calls it, but it's a it's a tra- underground transit system from D.C. Uh, D.C. to what's the New York to Philadelphia. It's all underground. It'll get you from uh, New York to the end of it in 28 minutes. I was, it's probably using that that uh, technology. There's an article like a few months ago now. Yeah. That dude that he, he built something that could travel between St. Louis and Kansas City and it, I think it was like 20 minutes or something instead of the four-hour drive. Yeah. It shoots you across there so fast. Yeah, that's what it is. It's underground, but he wants to build. He wants to build that under underground network to alleviate traffic because he said, you know, there's only one level level of traffic mm-hmm. up top, and you can go much for, much deeper than you can taller. Right. So it would make more sense to build them down because you could have infinite layers, so right. levels, and the cars would be on different levels. So if one was busy, you would get to the thing and it would say take level four, and you would just take that turn to go down to level four. I had heard though that. You're not going to be in control of your car under there. Like it's it's going to put you on yeah. this track that. Yeah, and it'll it'll probably yeah it would probably be automated because that's where in ten years that's what we're all going to be an automated. It, it won't be like you want to drive anywhere. You're going to take it'd be just like taking an Uber somewhere. Right. You just hop in your car and go. I want to go here. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. And he's like he was he also said he's like and you won't even notice. Like kids that grow up in that way, oh yeah, this will be rudimentary. Yeah, it's yeah the norm to them. Yeah, and that's you know just like he's like, because he was saying like think about computers like twenty years ago. Well, now more like thirty now. Yeah. You didn't you well I'd say twenty years ago you didn't ten years ago fifteen maybe you didn't use computers like you use them now, on a phone in your in your pocket. Right. And now if we didn't have a phone we'd be like. Man, this is like archaic. Right. You know what I mean? That's it, crazy to think about. It, and there's a good side and a bad side to that too, though. Because like, you'll see a group of people that are out eating, and instead of talking to each other, everybody's on their phone. Yeah. Well, you know, I don't know that there's anything wrong with that. But since we grew up in a generation where that is wrong, or you know, if you did that with a group of people in our generation they'd be like you know that's wrong but who's really to say that it's wrong it, it's gonna break down just our like I don't know our uh, our basic one of our basic functions as humans is communication yeah it'll just go down in different well well you're still communicating you're just communicating via the internet right but it, I, I it's all social 
Yeah. I, uh, but I, I don't think, you know. I see both sides of it. You know. There's a, there's a thin line there to me. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that it's different. Uh, you know, I would prefer if I was going to go out and eat with people that we talk yeah. or whatever, unless it's something that doesn't entertain me, then I'm like, well, let's go see if I can find something that entertains see, me. See, that, that's that's where I draw the line. Because, like, if I'm going to go out, if I'm going to, you know, not waste, but that's the first thought that comes to my head. <laughs> if I'm going to waste the time to go out and eat with people... I'm going to expect to talk to them instead of just sit there on my phone the whole time. Because if I'm going to sit there on the phone the whole time, I can do that at home. I don't. I don't have to go out. Right. So I, that's just me. Well, yeah, and I think that that's everybody. But at the same time, you know, sometimes people engage in conversations that you're not interested in in a group of people, and you're just. I'm just like, well, I don't give a shit about this, so let's find something else because oh, I don't even want to listen to this. Trust, yeah, trust me. That my last relationship, that happened <laughs> a lot. I spent a lot of time on my phone. Holy shit, we're at an hour. We're at an hour already. We talked about weightlifting. I think the title for this one and and the thing when you make it up should just be like we discuss weightlifting and a little bit about artificial intelligence. Okay. That way that. we can take Breaker's advice of, you know. That's that's how you get more yeah. interest. Yeah, we're we're trying to to put ourselves into a niche. Yeah, or is it niche? I, I niche. can never. Well, you know, the categories uh, uh, that we're in for like the podcasting is like what technology. Yeah, or, but is weightlifting technology? Because that's what we talked about the whole thing today. Yeah, well, and that's the thing that I think it should be entertainment. Are, oh, well, I, that's the hashtag that I put most of the time for uh, SoundCloud is entertainment first. Yeah. But uh, Breaker was saying that to generate interest, it's better to specify your your audience because you know tech people aren't necessarily going to tune in to hear you talk about well, yeah. weightlifting type well, thing. Yeah, if you if you say if you search tech podcast and they get this, they're going to go this isn't tech at all. Right. Or if they if you search entertainment, that they're going to go, well this isn't really entertainment, it's more like weightlifting stuff. Right. And well and like the not only that, but like if you're searching for entertainment People are going to be more prone to listen to like a celebrity-led podcast right. or something, yeah, because you know they know them type of thing. Yeah, not a couple jabrones. Well, yeah. Really, what we need to focus on is making a viral something or another. Yeah. That's the key to getting, I think, you know, exposure. It's just one viral video, one viral thing, and you're gonna we're gonna open the open the door to a lot of things it's just a matter of what it's too bad we didn't have the podcast when I punched Gamble in the face with the flaming yeah <laughs> yeah could, could have tagged that in the video yeah and, and if it was a high quality video that would have helped <laughs> yeah but uh yeah no we're at an hour or two I think we can wrap it, wrap it up you gotta go to work anyways that's true well, Su- I don't have to just go to Su- Sunday night and Sunday evening Sunday afternoon, I guess, is what it would be in uh, South St. Louis City, and we never set the 
the tone for where we were at or anything. No sirens, though. Yep, no sirens today. Heard some on the way here. There's a little boy running around in my kitchen earlier. I saw him, but yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. I think we, we can wrap it up. Thanks for, uh, you want to take this one? Flying with Limitless One Studio. Web, webflow.io. Limitless One Studio. Webflow.io. And there's Limitless hyphen one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse the me. Sneeze, the sneeze. Oh, we can cut that out. <laughs> Limitless hyphen one O N E hyphen studio dot webflow dot io. If you don't put the hyphens in, as I discovered when I sent out a bad link the other day, it won't take you there. So uh, make sure to put the hyphens in. And uh, thanks for flying with Limitless One. Yep. See you guys.